Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave, and welcome to Day 5 of Silence in a Year. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back to you, Alicia. Thank you. And so our subject for today is True Desert is Within Us. And it will be no surprise that our word of the day is? Desert. All right, Alicia, I'll leave it to you from here. So, you know, I, I when I was thinking about this, I thought about the time that I spent in the desert that was not a good experience, right? I was isolated from my friends and from my family. Um, but isolation, as we talked about, and desert are totally different when mm-hmm. you're with Jesus, right? Um, you take Jesus with you um, in the desert, and it can be very fruitful because it's solitude with him. Um, so it doesn't have to be a scary place. It doesn't have to be... Um, frightening for you if you have Jesus in your heart because you take him everywhere with you, right? Mm-hmm. And he feeds you. Um, maybe not necessarily with food, if you will, but he nourishes your heart. Um, so definitely desert doesn't have to be a bad thing. And sometimes you have to go into the desert, right, in our life, and you have to purge all that all that yucky stuff that's in your life um, and then fill it with God. Sometimes I feel like I'm being dragged out into the desert. Mm-hmm. It's not really something I wanted to do, but Mm -hmm. it was something that through God's permissive will happened, Mm -hmm. right? And I can either kick and scream, right? And say, why me? Or I can recognize that this is maybe, as you're suggesting, a a point of purification, Mm -hmm. a point of enlightenment. Mm -hmm. But more than anything, it's a place of solitude with the Lord, right? I, I, I... I've talked to many people. They're like calling me when they're on the way to the doctor, right, to get a diagnosis. Or And these are places we don't want to go. These are deserts that we don't want to be in, right? Um, when I was diagnosed with cancer or waiting to be diagnosed, it's like a desert. It's like, why is this happening, Lord? But the real question that the Lord is is, is asking us is, uh, how does he, how is, how is he trying to draw us into a deeper, more intimate relationship with him in the silence of that? You know, it's like when you're going through something difficult, right? And it's like you can't hear anything else that's going on around you because your mind is so consumed um, with waiting or wondering what's going to happen. But I think what you're suggesting is, is that's the point where God really wants us to lean into him, into that solitude with him and let him hold us hug us, embrace us. What are you thinking? Right. So I was, um, you know, we think about the desert as a bad place, right? Right. It's a a dry place in today's um, gospel reading, right? It's a, you know, Nathaniel saying, you know, can anything good come up from Nazareth? Well, Well, yes, it can, (laughs) right? It did. Um, So, you know, think about it is, can anything good come out of the desert? It, it can't, right? Because again, it doesn't have to be a bad place. Um, you find God in your heart, right? Which is in that solitude, um, in that intimacy that you have with him. I think this is where the Paschal mystery comes in, right? Um, I think some of the most profound ways that I share talks with people is through my brokenness and mm-hmm. through my struggles, right? And that's the Paschal mystery where he takes the desert and he turns it into an oasis. He brings meaning and gives life to something, that water that we thought was dry and had no meaning, and it was just us by ourselves. Right. And so I think the Lord always wants us to remember the Paschal mystery, right, where uh, he turned death into death no more but into eternal life for all of us who believe in him. And he can do the same thing for all of the deserts in our life. No matter what the outcome, no matter what the diagnosis, the Lord can bring life to it in many different ways if we 
just spend that time with him in silence and solitude. Right, right. So I think that we should make regular visits to the desert. What do you think? I think we should. It's not easy to do that. What does that look like for you? So to me, um, going into the desert, uh, regular visits to sit with God for an evaluation of where I am, an examination of conscience before I go to sleep. Mm. Now, that may not necessarily seem like a desert, but if it was a particularly challenging day, (laughs) it would absolutely be very desolate (laughs) desert, right? So I think making regular visits to do that. um, And then when you find that place where you need... um, Purging, well, then we go to the sacrament of reconciliation, right? Absolutely. Um, and then get rehydrated again. And then, um, nice time God there. Again. I like that. Also, take a one week um, uh, vacation where it's just a vacation with God. Oh, that's a good idea. It's well, amazing. There's a, there's a lot of um, retreat opportunities at the St. Clair Retreat Center. Just saying. Uh, that was just, that was just, boy, that was just no shame in that little plug <laughs> for St. Clair there. Well, uh, let's end with a prayer sure. before I forget. <laughs> I come, O Lord, unto your sanctuary to see the life and food of my soul. As I hope in you, O Lord, inspire me with that confidence which brings me to your holy mountain. Permit me, divine Jesus, to come closer to you that my whole soul may do homage to the greatness of your majesty, that my heart, with its tenderest affections, may acknowledge your infinite love, that my memory may dwell on the admirable mysteries here renewed every day, and that the sacrifice of my whole being may accompany you. All right, we'll see you tomorrow for day six, everybody. Bye. Bye.